Hello my beautiful listeners. Welcome to this episode of Forgotten Books. I am the greedy reader and this is my podcast where I bring you books that were popular long long ago but which somehow seem to have vanished from public memory. Today I have a non-fiction book for you. I hardly talk about books of non-fiction because I am totally a fiction person. But this particular book is one which entertained me thoroughly and which had me laughing out loud at times. So I thought I would introduce you to this little gem. The forgotten book of today is My Family and Other Animals by Gerald Durrell. This book was written in 1956 and published initially by Rupert Hart Davis. Later it was released by Penguin Books. Gerald Durrell was a British naturalist who went on to write many books about his experiences on trips to collect animals from all across the world. Later, he founded the Jersey Zoological Park in the Channel Islands. This is now known as the Dudrell Wildlife Park. My Family and Other Animals is Gerald Dudrell's autobiographical account of his life in the Greek island of Corfu. Along with his widowed mother and three siblings, Gerald had stayed there from 1935 to around 1939. Gerald's oldest brother is the famed novelist Lawrence Durrell. When the story takes place, Lawrence or Larry as he was called at home was 23, the next brother Leslie was 19 and Margot, the only sister, was 18 years old. And Gerald or Jerry was considerably younger than all of them he was just 10 years old this book is the first in his corfu trilogy the other two are birds beasts and relatives written in 1969 and the garden of the gods written in 1978 this is an exceptionally well written book with lots of wit and humor There are a variety of animals who troop in and out of their lives and who affect the inhabitants in different ways. Gerald has dedicated this book to his mother. And in the introduction, he has written something about his mother that I would like to read to you. Quote: As my brother Larry rightly points out, we can be proud of the way we have brought her up. She is a credit to us that she has reached that happy nirvana where nothing shocks or startles is exemplified by the fact that one weekend recently when all alone in the house she was treated to the sudden arrival of a series of crates containing two pelicans a scarlet ibis a vulture and eight monkeys a lesser mortal might have quailed at such a contingency but not mother on monday morning i found her in the garage being pursued round and round by an irate pelican which she was trying to feed with sardines from a tin 
unquote. That is mother for you. This gives us a fair idea of what is in store for us in this book. The book starts with the entire family in their home in Bournemouth in England. Larry suddenly puts across the thought that they should all be moving to some sunny island, away from the cold English weather, and thus starts their adventure. After some minor bickering and confusion, they manage to convince mother that moving to Corfu would be the ideal thing to do. So one cold rainy day, they set off on a ship to Corfu via France and Switzerland. I forgot to mention that the Durrell family travelled with their dog Roger. And their journey is so sudden that they haven't even found a house before shifting. So they settle into a hotel in Corfu and start house hunting. After many disappointments and just when they are about to give up hope, they find their villa with the help of Spyro, a local driver. Spyro goes on to play a rather important role in their life in Corfu. He develops an affection for mother and he tries to help her as much as he can, which does not always end favorably. Mother is the most adorable character in this book. She is calm and patient with her volatile brood. The following is a typical interaction in the family when one day, Leslie starts practicing with his pistols and shoots at tin cans. The noise is appalling. I'm sure you can imagine the chaos when all this is happening. So, here's what happens there. Quote, After a particularly deafening morning, Larry erupted from his room and said he could not be expected to work if the villa was going to be rocked to its foundations every five minutes. Leslie, aggrieved, said that he had to practice. Larry said it didn't sound like practice but more like the Indian mutiny. Mother, whose nerves had also been somewhat frayed by the reports, suggested that Leslie practice with an empty revolver. Leslie spent half an hour explaining why this was impossible. Unquote. So this also shows the family dynamics and how they interact with each other. They exasperate each other but they all love each other deeply. And slowly they each settle down in the villa. Jerry spends his time exploring the garden and the surrounding areas, collecting all kinds of animals and insects. He is a child who loves the outdoors. And it's so wonderful to read about all that he finds about the insects in the lush garden. Gerald Durrell is an excellent writer. And the pictures he creates for us is magical. Here's an example. Quote, I found that the little crab spiders could change color just as successfully as any chameleon. Take a spider from a wine-red rose where he had been sitting like a bead of coral and place him in the depths of a cool white rose. If he stayed there, and most of them did, you would see his colour gradually ebb away as though the change had given him anemia. Until some two days later, he would be crouching among the white petals like a pearl. 
अनकुट सो दिस इज हाउ ही डिस्क्राइब्स समथिंग लाइक अ स्पाइडर सो यू कैन इमेजिन द रेस्ट ऑफ द डिस्क्रिप्शन इन दिस बुक Jerry's love for the animal and insect life around him is so beautifully brought out by the author and the narrative never gets boring because the descriptions are colorful and vivid and there's a thread of humor running through this book I have to read you these lines about the island coat gradually the magic of the island settled over us as gently and clingingly as pollen each day had a tranquility a timelessness about it so that you wished it would never end but then the dark skin of night would peel off and there would be a fresh day waiting for us glossy and colorful as a child's transfer and with the same tinge of unreality unquote so life continued in that little villa in corfu and jerry gets a tortoise from one of the most quirky characters in the book called the rose beetle man the tortoise is named achilles and achilles loves strawberries achilles also loves clambering onto anybody who is lying down because he thinks that they are horizontal to enable him to climb on them and so the descriptions of what happens when he does that with people who come to their houses hilarious and achilles is a darling later they get a pigeon called quasimodo soon the family decide that jerry is running wild the whole day and that he has to get an education so they get him a tutor and that is george who is larry's friend now george and uh, our jerry spend the entire day at lessons and george realizes that to get jerry's attention he has to you know he has to work in something about animals or plants or the uh, outside and you know so george comes up with very very quirky and very very different ways of imparting knowledge to jerry so the lessons at times are interrupted by achilles and also by quasimodo and the narrative proceeds in this manner there are a lot of interesting characters that come into their lives friends drop in and stay for weeks and there is mother's adventures in the middle of all this there is a maid who likes nothing better than to talk about her ailments spyro is a regular visitor then there is an escaped convict and an interaction with him jerry's life revolves around the local fauna and the people he meets everywhere because he is a child who never sits inside he is constantly moving around he is constantly exploring he loves meeting people and he is very unabashedly friendly there's no formality with him when he meets somebody he just starts speaking to them so the local people love him and the narrative never gets boring because of the author's wit and command over the language and of course his family's eccentricities Once Jerry brings home a scorpion and her tiny babies who are all clinging to her back they're that tiny okay and what he does is he keeps them in a matchbox for safety and he puts it on the mantel he goes for lunch in the meantime Larry the oldest wants to smoke a cigarette and he comes and he sees the matchbox he opens it and he lets out a yell 
because he finds a scorpion inside <laughs> and he throws the matchbox and the scorpions go flying all over so you can just imagine the resultant chaos it's hilarious so this book is a series of mad escapades and interesting incidents it ends when the family decides to move back to england and we feel as melancholic as the darrells when they leave corfu a place like nowhere else so i leave you with this description of a typical night in corfu coat outside the island was striped and patched in black and silver by moonlight far down in the dark cypress trees the owls called to each other comfortingly the sky looked as black and soft as a moleskin covered with a delicate dew of stars the magnolia tree loomed vast over the house its branches full of white blooms like a hundred miniature reflections of the moon and their thick sweet scent hung over the veranda languorously the scent that was an enchantment luring you out into the mysterious moonlit countryside uncut so that was the forgotten book of today Gerald Darrell and his lovely mad family This is a fun read which is beautiful as well as interesting Although it was written in the 1950s it is an engrossing read even today So do go and read it if you're in the mood for this kind of a book Gerald Darrell has written many more books and they're all about animals and they're all written well So my lovely beautiful listeners that is the end of today's episode i hope you guys found something of interest in it something that called out to you something that made you smile and something that made you want to read the book i am anjana the greedy reader if there is anything that you would like to tell me anything about books anything about reading do message me on instagram where i am the greedy reader or you can send me a message on my website www.thegreedyreader.com or else you can send me a message you can contact me on my youtube channel the greedy reader we will have conversations about books the best kind of conversations right you guys have a great weekend a lovely wonderful weekend It's raining here in Kochi the best weather to call up with the book right so while i go about reading you guys go about your lives think about books think about reading and think about forgotten books so till we meet again next week take care stay safe bye bye